Hi, I'm Avin, and this is the Salvation Engine Podcast, where we bring you the message about God's Word, His grace, and His goodness in a simple and direct way. The Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So please join me as I continue to share the gospel message about Jesus Christ, and let us hear the Word of God together. And welcome back to the Salvation Engine podcast. Today we look at a message titled Sonship with the subtitle The Prodigal Son. In the parable from the book of Luke, chapter 15, famously known as the Parable of the Prodigal Son, we read about a father who had two sons. We've had a previous message here, the Salvation Engine podcast titled Two Sons, and another message titled Adoption to Sonship, which would be great to listen to as well in addition to today's message. So in this parable, we find that there is a younger son who asks the father for his share of the inheritance and later leaves the house and goes to a lifestyle of prodigal living and an older son that stays back with the father. But who is a prodigal son? You know, we, we tend to refer to this parable as the parable of the prodigal son. If we take a reference of this same parable told by Jesus from the book of Luke chapter 15, I would describe a prodigal son as one that has left or abandoned his original place of belonging or heritage for a life contrary and beneath his rights and privileges. Once a son, now a wanderer, living wastefully and disconnected from purpose and position. We find later in the story that he's not sure anymore if he's a son or a hired servant. So we gather that he is faced with a severe identity crisis. It's important for us to understand the state of this prodigal son because although he is a prodigal, he is still a son. In these last days where so much preaching has gone out into the world, the news of the kingdom has spread throughout the earth. The message about Jesus Christ has gone out on social media, on television, via radio and other channels, God is calling all prodigals home. The Bible in the book of John chapter 1 verses 12 teaches us that, but as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God, even to those who believe in his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of a man, but of God. In this case, a prodigal son that has turned away or left his place of heritage would be a believer who once walked closely with Jesus. This would be someone who is familiar with the way back home. He knows or she knows the way back to the father, but perhaps has been led away from the father's house by the things that Jesus listed, those things that ensnare us, the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of wealth, pride, selfishness, lust. And so the prodigal son has left the father's care in the false hope that there is something better out there. The Bible says in the book of Luke 15 that the prodigal son left for a far country or to a far country. You know, the desire for things contrary to our sonship can draw us so far from the Father. And I believe that this happens in our hearts. Jesus speaks of this condition in the book of Matthew chapter 15 verses 8 when he says, Hypocrites, 
Well did Isaiah prophesy about you saying, These people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me, and in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. Teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. When we teach commandments of men and call them doctrine or format them to become doctrine, we are actually blinding or dumbing down the hearts of the sons of God and turning the sons of God away from the Father. And we're becoming hearers that are not doers. And in other cases, we're not even hearing anymore. But we're saying, God, I love you. God, you're my father. When in fact, we're honoring him with our lips, but our hearts are far from him. This is a condition that we, Jesus spoke about and that we have to, in reverence, come before the father and ask that he give us a heart of flesh, a heart that is toward him, a heart that is genuine in worship and in truth and in righteousness. The Father has always longed for us to draw near to him with our whole hearts, giving him the best of ourselves, our time, our worship, our bodies. In the book of Luke chapter 1 verses 17, this is quoting from a prophecy concerning John the Baptist that is taken from the book of Malachi in the Old Testament and it says, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. The heart, the father desires to see the hearts of the fathers turn to their children. He's longing for that relationship, that genuine place of relationship. The Lord shall return for a people prepared and ready for him. It has always been the father's desire and delight to have a family, a people devoted to him with their whole hearts with full repentance. The book of Revelations chapter 14 and verses 4 teaches us that these are the ones who have not been defiled with women for they are virgins. They follow the lamb wherever he goes. They have been redeemed from among men as first fruits to God and to the lamb. They have been redeemed, a people that have been changed, a people that have been transformed, a people that have been bought back by the blood of Jesus, that precious blood of Jesus. We thank God for his grace and mercy because such were many of us, wanderers, lost, but we were redeemed. Not only is he longing for prodigals to return as sons, he desires to receive lost sons back home and show them his grace and mercy. In the book of Luke chapter 15 verse 17 it says that but when he came to himself that is speaking of the prodigal son he said how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough to spare and I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and I will say to him father I have sinned against heaven and before you I am no longer worthy to be called your son make me like one of your hired servants immediately here we see that identity crisis this once upon a time son is now willing to go back to the father in the shape of a servant he's willing to forego his birthright he's willing to including all his privileges he's willing to say okay 
I, do not refer to me as your son anymore. Do not look at me in that position of honor or that place of belonging. Now you can treat me as a hired servant. He's come to a point of desperation where he realizes he cannot live out there, outside of the father's voice, outside of the father's protection. And so the Bible continues to say that, and he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Sonship is our inheritance in Christ Jesus. Through his life-giving spirit, he has given us life. We have been made sons of God with his spirit in us, the God nature in us, partakers of the divine nature, one of the privileges of sonship, the spirit of sonship by which we cry, Abba, Father. The word became flesh and through him, through the word, we have been reborn into a family. The book of James chapter 1 verses 8 says that he chose to give us birth through the word of truth that would be a kind of first fruits of his creation. In the book of Hebrews chapter 2 verses 10 it says that we find that Jesus tested death for us all. As the author of our salvation he was perfected through suffering. In order scripture says that to bring many sons to glory. The father longs for a family. Scripture tells us that the word became flesh and through that word who is Jesus, through him, we have been reborn into a family. The book of James chapter 1 verses 8 says that he chose to give us birth through the word of truth that we would be a kind of first fruits of his creation, a prized possession to the glory of the father. Jesus came and suffered and died so that he would bring many sons to glory. Speaking of himself in this great plan of salvation, Jesus says in the book of John chapter 12 verses 24 that the hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Most assuredly I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. It is through Jesus' death and resurrection that we too have been risen with him by faith and received the adoption to sonship, a place of belonging with rights and privileges and an identity in Christ. In the book of Luke chapter 15 verses 22, as a matter of first priority, the father says to his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. He wants the son immediately reinstated in his sonship identity. As sons of God, we share in the inheritance of his son, Jesus Christ, of the son, Jesus Christ. The Bible in the book of Romans chapter 8 teaches us that it calls us joint heirs together with Christ Jesus. Within the rights given to us as sons, through faith in Jesus comes privileges. It's very important that we understand that through sonship we have received rights, we have privileges. The right of authority to command demons, to trample on snakes and scorpions, gives us the privilege to live a life above Satan's dominion and control. Through our identity as sons of God, we have the righteousness of Christ, which gives us the privilege of access and fellowship with the Father. We can approach God's throne of grace by the blood of 
the Lamb. What's more is that we have been given that name, the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus. As children of God, we have an appointed right to sit at the table, a privilege to dine with the King. And so the Father says in the book of Luke, chapter 15, verses 23, Bring the fatted calf here and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found, and they began to be merry. There is joy and celebration for every prodigal son that comes home. And so I pray with anyone that feels like they have gone far from the Father, come home. There is safety in the house of the Lord. There is peace and there is provision and there is hope. In Zechariah, we read, return to your stronghold, O prisoner of hope. Even today, I declare that I will restore to you double. I pray that you come home today. The blessing of the Lord is upon your life. You are a son of God. Thank you for listening to this message. If you've enjoyed hearing about God's goodness, please make sure to visit our website, www.salvationengine.com, where I share written messages from scripture and other news. In addition, is the Salvation Engine social media pages on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Simply type in Salvation Engine to find us. Have a great week. Until next time, be blessed.